No! I totally forgot that was in the intro. Damn. <laughs> Not that I know it. You're gonna you should for sure get it now. Well, it's Chitty Bang. Yeah. Uh no. I I used to listen to him so much. Damn. But he has a good song called Kids, but it's like an MGMT like cover like remix. Remix? Kids by Chitty Bang. Amazing song. What's this one called? They said it right at the beginning as well. I was like, I didn't want to make a scene because you're gonna. No get one it. like me. No, mind your manners. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's been a while. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. We're and we every time we record, we're recording somewhere else. Yeah, we, we're like freeloader podcasters, but with such a good setup, you know. Mm-hmm. Like now we're at Amar's house, which I don't even know where did Charlie go. Hey man, if he's on the purple couches, you Is know. It, let, me, let me try and call him, <laughs> Charlie. <laughs> My mom is going to be pissed. <laughs> I'm kidding. I have no idea I'm talking. Charlie. <laughs> I'm so sorry, guys. Char, it's all good. Char, come here, buddy. Char. I feel like this really gives a home vibe, you know? Charlie, come. Come. <laughs> Where Worst. the hell does this kid go? <laughs> That's a lot. Hey, I've never heard a dog owner shout that much for his dog. And Seriously. The dog doesn't come. Especially a little guy like him. <laughs> He's probably like around the cabinets, you know? Yeah, let, me, let me try one more time. All right. Charlie, come here. Worst dog owner Charlie, come. in the world. Charlie, come. Come here, buddy. Nah, I'm telling you. Man, I got to go find my dog. <sighs> All right. So um, <laughs> we'll we'll put this on pause. Yeah. Oh, hold on. <gasps> Look yes. at him. He came. What a majestic little guy. Where were you, man? Long run. Stay, stay. Okay, sorry about that, guys. I know thing. we started off slow, but now we have Charlie joining us. Yeah, you know, welcome to the family. There's dogs here. You know, it's a it's a pet-friendly podcast. He was just exploring. Yeah. Amara's house is like a labyrinth, man. Mm. So much going on. It's awesome. It's pretty open concept, i got to say. It's very open concept, which <laughs> yeah. is why I'm surprised I was able to lose Charlie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I meant to tell you, we got another... Um, or uh, Jade from New Zealand sent me another... Oh, really? ...video of our podcast being listened on top of a mountain. Like, so majestic. Damn. Man, honest, shout outs to Jade, but also shout outs to everyone. There's so many people reaching out. Uh, I guess because I share the podcast, you know. Yeah. I'm, I'm so bad at like sharing things. Um, Did you ever like, share Like on it? social media. Yeah, have you ever shared it? I like shared it a long time ago. Yeah. And then like maybe a year ago. And I, that's something I got to work on is like sharing more of my life and stuff. Mm. Um, but yeah, so I shared it, I guess like, you know, three weeks ago or whatever. And like a lot of friends were reaching out. Um, they're hearing their name getting dropped. So shout out to all, all the homies listening. Yeah, keep listening. Yeah. Um, where have you came? So first off, let's just do a quick catch up because guys, this episode is going to be maybe 30 minutes, maybe a bit longer. Yeah. Because I'm getting my winter tires changed. <laughs> so if you're double up, why not? Let's do some podcasting. Yeah. Um, so where have you been? Uh, speaking of mountains, I was on top of the mountains, man. Oh, actually, you know what? I'm going to put out this episode today. Yeah. So... You'll see the snaps and like the Instagram stories of all the mountains because I haven't like shared. I was gonna say I, don't, I I didn't see that yet, bro. Ugh. Switzerland. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Alps. Like we just went through the Alps. Like I it, love Italian Alps, Switzerland Alps, all that. Oh, it's just we were on top of a cabin at one point, which is like on top of a mountain, right? And if you can imagine this mountain as like being like a nipple, right? Okay. And it's being like surrounded, like the whole areola. Yeah. Right? Is like more mountains that are taller. 
right? That doesn't make sense then for your nipple theory. Yeah, yeah, hold on. But there's like the, so from like the, so we're on the top of the nipple and in between the top of the nipple and the areola edge in the middle, there's a valley, right? So it's like a, a it's very like a ring. Yeah, it's like a ring with a spike in the center. Yeah, and the valley is like so deep that like the clouds, it looks oh, like you have like so a lake nice. of yeah, clouds. Yeah, it fills it oh. in, eh? Sorry. I wish. I wish. Well, actually, I'm going on a vacation. Well, not really vacation. Here's the thing, though. You know, when you do like social media, you get these opportunities to travel and everyone thinks, oh, it must be so fun. And it is fun. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I love to do it. But it's also work. Mm. Like what you guys are seeing to categorize me as having fun is me working. Yeah. I'm making this content. So you're then like, oh, wow, that looks like a lot of fun. It is fun. But it's it's work, you know? I don't know if... It's true. It is work. It's like you got to like set up a whole story throughout yeah, like how you want to share it. And like just, just, I mean, creating content, I've been doing it. Like I, I love to do it, right? Yeah. Um, but I don't know if like an actual vacation would make me comfortable. Like, like what I mean by that is like taking time off of work, which is what you're supposed to do on a vacation, mm -hmm. right? Like shut everything off. Don't answer emails till you're back. Uh, like... In, in the PR world, the people that work with me, I'm always hearing, oh, I'll be out of the office. I'm going on vacation here. Going on vacation here. I won't answer. And it's just like, I don't know how they do it. Honestly, a lot of them say that. But then like in Mexico on the beach, they're like lurking on their emails. Yeah, yeah I see. Yeah, yeah. Checking, true, true. Checking everything. <laughs> it's so hard. It's so hard for all of us. Like it, it just, it's actually just really hard to take a break and actually take a break. Here's the Especially thing. Especially young ones. Young ones. There's any, any, like any transitional time mm -hmm. is like the hardest time to break, right? So when you're going from doing it every day to then doing it not at all, this cold turkey thing is very hard to do. Yeah. And that goes with anything, right? But I did a week of no technology for Dan for a week, this mm -hmm. series I did. And I had like no phone. I had no TV, no internet, nothing. So I went, I went kind of old school. Especially you as a social media content yeah. creator. Yeah, nothing. And by Wednesday, like it took me two days of just feeling like, oh my God, what's happening? Yeah. By Wednesday, it was like, oh, this is actually kind of nice. Like you, you start to feel like you from your town versus you from the hmm. internet, you know? It's like a different Dan? Yeah. Like I was doing puzzles. <laughs> like who does, man, who does, I don't know. Unless you're a, a cottage owner, who does puzzles? Yeah, yeah. For real. No, truly. Shout outs to if you do puzzles. No, it's shout outs to you if you do puzzles and don't own a cottage. <laughs> In all fairness. Honestly, when we first moved to Canada, um, we were all we did was puzzles. It was a different time, you know, I guess before like technology and stuff. But like well, when did you move here? The nineteen twenties? Nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, we had technology back then. Yo, we my mom just straight up took us to Goodwill and she's like, spend my little children <laughs> by <laughs> any puzzle you want. I had like those like marble labyrinth things. Um but yeah, no. I really want to talk about like the importance of taking a break. Um, you know, I think a some people were reaching out to you of like, hey, is is the podcast over? Guys, we took one week off <laughs> and I was getting messages and on comments on YouTube saying, hey, is uh, are you guys done with the podcast? <laughs> like, I appreciate you guys listening as, like, as much yeah, as you respect. are, but like, guys, <laughs> one week off is not going to like. Yeah, and, and I think especially with like a podcast that's like, you know, one of our main cores is mental health. Yeah. You know, I think it's it's important to practice what we preach. And, you know, if we preach taking a break, that it's all good to take a break. You know, even if it's a, a podcast, something that, 
you know, should be built on having people regularly there, you know, take that. It's not even a risk. It's an investment of just taking that time off Mm -hmm. because when you come back, you come back so much more fresh, rejuvenated, like ready to go. Um, Like even today before we did this podcast, like I feel like the catch up was much more exciting, you know? Well, because there's so much to catch up on. Exactly. I think when we do this every week, twice a week, yeah, you kind of run out of things. It's like mention and talk about, you know, like a lot of our catch up guys wasn't actually on here. Like there's things that are hopefully coming up for Amar and I that will maybe be talked about at a later date. So we were talking about that, our personal lives and stuff like that. Um, But I'm with you. I want to talk about why. Okay. Why taking a break from something is so important. Mm. Whether you love to do it or you're nervous to take a break because you're scared of failure or everything's going to explode since you're gone. Yeah, It's crazy important, and I've just recently learned this, um, to take time away and not feel guilty for that time away. Yeah. Because for so, for so long, the guilt, like, man. like maybe more than a year, every time I sat in front of my TV, popped on uh, like my Xbox or something, I would sit there and five minutes in, I would just be thinking, oh my God. Like I'm, if I want to be successful, if I want to make money, I can't be doing this. This is just a waste of time. Ugh. Like I'm not doing anything in my life. Like when you work for yourself, it's a totally different ball game, right? Of course. When you work nine to five, it, at five you can shut off knowing that you've already made your day's yeah. work. But there's even the nine to five people. There's a lot of them. Even working nine to five, you think if you're not going to answer your email that comes up at six p.m., that somehow you're not going to get the raise or you're not going to get the job. You know what I mean? Like. I know for entrepreneurship, it really matters, but also like we trick ourselves into thinking that everything matters. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 hundred yeah. percent. I, I learned this, was it not, it was not a quote, it was like a little saying, it was like, if you die today, you know, your family, your friends, they'll never replace you for a whole lifetime, right? But mm. your job, which you've canceled so many like family plans for, right? Your job in, within two weeks will have like, a posting out, hey, looking for a new position, right, or whatever, right? right? So, you know, we cancel so many things that are for our friends or oh, family. Oh, I get, I, I know the saying. You know, I, I, yeah, I, I can't remember, it but I, that's exact. Uh, that was exactly what it was. It was, um, yeah, we oftentimes like push away those that matter most, exactly, and work will, yeah, exactly, move along without us. Yeah, it's a good thing though. Like, even though we do so much for work, like we. You know, we feel guilty about taking vacations. We feel guilty about spending time with family when mm-hmm. we have a when we have a meeting and stuff like that. And I don't know, man. Especially now with this whole hustle culture of like, if you're not hustling, like you're you're failing and you're moving behind and shit. It's like f that, man. Well, work becomes people's identity. Yeah. You know, like my identity is very closely knit, and at this point, it's it's woven into my personal life. And that's why, honestly, I think why you'll find a lot of influencers see therapists. Mm. And I'm, I'm being completely serious now. Like, a lot of them do. A, like, a lot of people I know that do this for a living do. And I think it's because our personality and our personal self gets blended so far into our work that it's like, which is which? Yeah. Like, what would Dan Roto do versus what would Danocracy do? And I got to the point where it's kind of like, I don't know. Like, Danocracy for me is my superpower. Yeah. completely. If I need to go into a party, I will take 10 seconds to get into Danoxy mode. And the way I'll do that is I'll 
blast a song in the car and I'll sing it as loud with a lot of movements. I'll bring him out, which is yeah. still me, but I'll, I'll bring the amplified version of me out and I can go in that room and be fine. But if it's very calm and then I go in as Dan Roto, I can't command the room like I could with Danocracy. Yeah. Like for you guys, the greatest thing is not having that nine to five, but then it becomes a 24 seven. Yes. You know, like, yeah, yeah, you're not nine to five, but like you you could wake up at 11 a.m. Right. But you're still up to like 11 p.m. or you're up to 4 a.m. Editing and. Uh, and I don't know. I think your your brain starts to work in a different way. Like, I'll look. I was in the car with my buddy uh, two nights ago. And he's like, how do you make content? Yeah. Like, he's like, that's what I think the hardest part for me would be is content. I'm like, I was thinking about that. And as we were driving, I was like, oh, well, I look around at the world now as content. <laughs> if, if, I don't know, if a mailbox is slightly slanted, I'll make a joke about a heavy letter or something, right? Wow, it comes to my house once. Yeah. The mailbox is actually <laughs> yeah. slanted. It's crazy. Um, <laughs> like, I, when I was on my way to this art gallery, I saw a street name called Cream Top. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for that Snapchat. That was <laughs> and I'm like, you know, like, this is this is funny content yeah. <laughs> that, I, that I think people will enjoy. So you start to look at the world differently based off your environment. Yeah. Like, think about detectives. These, do they take time off? Like, like, I'm talking about the ones that solve murders and stuff. Like actual detectives, yeah. Like actual detectives. Like, they go to his crime scene, they see all this gruesome stuff, and now they have to figure it out. Oh, man. that It's the same as, like, yeah, you thinking of, like, content or whatever. They're probably, like, when they're going to sleep, they're probably thinking, like, shit, the guy, he was coming off cream top lane. <laughs> you know, like, you know, like they're probably thinking of that all the time. They're yeah, 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 like, yeah. yeah, exactly. Their mind works in a different like way. The job takes over. The job takes over and makes you think differently. Yeah. But I honestly think that happens to so many people. Like it does. 90% of people. Let's say you assemble the radio knob on a car. So yeah. you know how the cars go on conveyor belts. Your job is to screw on the radio knob and you do this for five hours a day. Yeah. Eventually your brain will start thinking, how can we do this faster? Yeah. What are different ways we can do this? You'll be helping someone assemble Ikea furniture and you'll do it so quick. And you're like, how do you do that? Yeah. It becomes your skill that you're working on. Um, but back to that saying about the family and work thing, mm-hmm. I think, and this, this covers a lot of um, topics we've talked about. It's a spotlight thing. Yeah. Like we when the second you start to think the spotlight is so much bigger on you than it <laughs> actually is, is when things start to get hard. Yeah. You know, like you have to reevaluate on a consistent basis is there that much attention on me? Is there that that much care on me that I'm putting it on? Like, probably yeah. not. It's a fine balance between you got to constantly tell your shit, uh, you tell yourself that people don't give a shit about you and, and your actions. In the, in a healthy way. In a healthy way, exactly. Yeah, not in like a... And balance that with like the, you know, don't be so hard on yourself. It'd be like, no one cares about me. So it, it's a weird balance. It's like... You, you know what it is? It's like you have to go from you're not shit... To you are the shit. Exactly. You, that, that's it. That, those are the two balances. You, you gotta, ain't shit. Yeah. You got to find somewhere in the middle because the problem is if it gets imbalanced and you start thinking you ain't shit, yeah. man, you're going to have some low self-esteem, low confidence. You won't be able to do anything. Yeah. So do not go there. Everyone's worth something. And when you start to think you are the shit, if you go too far in the other way, yeah. you get cocky. You make mistakes. Yeah. You become uh, less likable to be around. And you know, this is like my lifelong thing to prove this thing is like, don't even go to the middle. My thing is, be both at the same time. Like literally be, you know, do your cockiness. And then after you are cocky, just be like, ah, what, what the fuck do I know? You know, <laughs> just be like, ah, you ain't shit, Amar. 
Yeah, but then it plays. Like I tell myself all the time. Like it, it makes it hard to socialize because you've done that to me a few times. I'm like, oh, do I support him or do I not? Because <laughs> like the second go, <laughs> yeah. he was very confident. Um, so studies have shown that vacation is essential to your mental health mm. uh, and well-being. So vacation is essential to reset and remind yourself that career is not the be-all and end-all. Yeah. Like taking time away. Every big change in my life happened after a vacation. Really? F45, me getting in shape, me taking health serious, hmm. happened the day after I got back from Austin, Texas, which was my brother's bachelor party. Because you leave and you realize the world is so much bigger and all of your stresses here of Mike who bullies you at the water machine at work, yeah. he's only at that specific location every day. He's not in Cancun. He's not in Ireland. Like, it's true. The world becomes so much larger and your problems become so much smaller yeah. Once you get out of your bubble, like your little Truman Show world. It's true. It makes you like much more humble, you know, to like realize like there's people living, li there's literally people that were living life on a Switzerland mountaintop on the little nipple of Switzerland. Could you imagine that? <laughs> like we were, me and Louis, we we're trying to imagine that the whole time. We're like, like, imagine this is you, their actual life. Imagine you left here right now and you got tossed into this cabin on the mountains, like how big of a transition you would have to go through. And to them, it's like, ah, just another day. Yeah. I'd kill it. That transition. Ooh. You'd kill. I would not kill it. Man, you build a couple cabins, put it on Airbnb. Yeah, but make some monies. No, 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 no. You got to live there. It's not yeah, like you just, true, no. it's not they're giving, hold on. <laughs> it's not that they're giving you the properties. <laughs> the whole idea is you have to live there. Oh, hell no. Switzerland? In the mountains. Man, five euros for water. Like, bro. Water is from the Swiss Alps. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't know what to tell them. Like, but it's not even about that. Like, it's expensive place. Switzerland is crazy expensive. I will say that. Yeah. And only if you've been to Swiss, you really, like, this is what I ran into. Like, I was like, I was telling Luai, like, yo, let's fill up gas before we hit Switzerland. He's like, bro, what is it? Like a $5 difference, $10 difference? Who cares? I was like, damn, it's not $5, man. <laughs> but let them learn. <laughs> and then we get in and we filled up like half a tank for like $110. Oh my god! Yeah, man, it's it's crazy out there. Maybe because it's so rural or something, and still hurts him. Guys, you know where I went once? Uh, well, I went to Zermatt. Oh yeah, nice. Did you go? Yeah, we went. We like passed by Zermatt, but like a lot of roads were closed. You but can't, we were in you, Zermatt. You have to take the train to get there. No cars are allowed. Like the Matterhorn or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You oh. can't get there by car. Yeah, so we went as far as we could, <laughs> and then we saw <laughs> because uh, we saw like the Glacier Express. Yeah, like yeah, the red train. Yeah, yeah, the red train. Just go up, and we're like, damn. You have to take... Um, so Zermatt is like a car list. They've got these little little tuk-tuk style things, right? Okay, then we were not in that town. Yeah, it's, the, the streets are so narrow. It's the one with the Matterhorn. Yeah, yeah. Um, but before that, I was in this little, like... Charlie, Charlie being hella annoying. Before that, we were in um, Annecy, France. Mm, and this is what you told oh, me I to told go to. You. I know, I didn't go. Oh, I didn't go to man. I'm sorry. I did tell you to go. Well, I need a camera on Charlie. He's like over there, no? No, he just he just ran the other way. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I you know what? Instead of providing personal fact about vacation, because it is important, I can sit here all day and tell you why vacations are important. Yeah. Um, some people like to have this mentality of like, no, you always got to grind. You got to grind to get that bread. It's like, no, you're gonna burn out so fast. Yeah, man. You're gonna get to the point where. Your clients will start to get under your skin at a very easy level. You'll you'll start making mistakes. Yeah, you know it's 
it's just it's not a sprint it's a marathon man it's just like every even on youtube like let's say youtubers right like when they go into like the daily vlog mentality mm-hmm. right huge sprint they think they can maintain it no it's yeah always big mistakes a that disaster. happen when you like vlog daily or whatever right it's just like it's so hard on yourself it's so hard on your mental health it's so hard on you know you you're so in the zone you're so like caught up in it in that world that you end up just making stupid mistakes 100 at this point i don't know if i can name a daily vlogger that has uploaded every day because like there's there's people that film every day yeah but it's the editing and uploading every single day that you're trying to rush the process yeah you know it's like you have to let people anyways i don't want to get into the success yeah yeah, of YouTube. Sorry, sorry, sorry. yeah. uh <laughs> <laughs> you're just saying like i'm done with the personal stories yeah it's like so uh, back to the vacation. They're, they're suggesting, like experts are suggesting, you have to start viewing vacation time as non-negotiable, mm-hmm. like the dentist or yearly checkups. It's a vital part of your health care, so start treating it as such. It is. It, it goes back to mental health. Why do people think, and there is still a stigma for this, why do people think that if you're going through a hard time mentally, that you're, you're crazy or you're insane or you're weird, but yet if you've got a cold and you go to a doctor, it's totally acceptable and fine. Yeah, a lot of mental health or some mental health conditions can be categorized as like a household cough. Yeah, I know my anxiety, and this is personal, so I can't. You guys can't hate on me for saying this because this is my relationship with it. It is like a household cold. My anxiety is not there twenty four seven. It is mentally the way I think. Yeah, mm. but the feeling of the the fear of the unknown and I can't and I I'm too nervous. That feeling. When it comes, it'll last about a week, maybe a week and a half or two weeks. But then it goes away once I deal with it. Yeah. And the way you deal with that is... Sorry, that voice crack was... Crazy voice crack, but I don't want to interrupt yeah. your but seriousness. I, I couldn't do it. I heard it and I was like, oh, come on. Yes. But the way you deal with it is, or at least me, I go see a therapist. And that's like the doctor that will give me medicine, but it's mental medicine. Yeah. You know? Um, no, it's crazy. It literally is kind of like the flu for many people. It's like... You know, even well, even the seasonalness. See, exactly, of it. like sad. Yeah, S- uh, seasonal, seasonal uh, something disorder. Ah. Se- seasonal. I don't. Know. Oh man, I gotta figure that out. Anyways. Anyways, if you guys like want more as to why it's important, you can literally Google why it's important. Yeah. To uh, to go on vacation, but um, they're saying that millennials are most likely to leave vacation unused. That's those are the ones, man. And it's because. It, it, which is, it, it is funny actually because they categorize millennials as being self-absorbed, always trying to do their own thing, this hustle and they're lazy. And it's, it's not showing that that's the case. Yeah, man. I, back to that nine to five thing of like ends up being 24 seven. A lot of people hate on millennials for being lazy and shit. Mm-hmm. It's like F you bro. Like you used to go work at nine to five boomer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, and now it's like, it's not just nine to five, you know, like, yeah, the company is buying me a phone and I'm getting all these perks, but like, so it's the phone is just holding me from 5 PM till 10 PM. And I got to be on call. You know what I mean? It it comes down to technology. Um, Studies have found that when millennials do take vacation, they're more likely to check in frequently for sure, regardless of where they are vacationing. Um, And that's thanks, thanks to connectedness of email, mobile devices. So again, I don't want to go down like, millennials and defending them mm-hmm. or us i guess yeah but 
it is showing that millennials are taking less vacation days. The, the average gets 17.3 vacation days and the average is only taking 14. Damn. Because they want to work. Yo, man. They in, feel identity. I don't know. In the 50s, 60s, 70s, like you finish work at five. You know, if someone calls you at 7 p.m., you literally can like just tell them like, how dare you? It's <laughs> dinner time. Yeah, get out of my face. You know what I mean? Well, I don't know. There's another sort of movement happening on whether they should uh, mandate vacations as non-negotiable. Non-negotiable. They have to happen. Yeah. And the reason why is because there's tons of studies that back this. They say statistically, time off results results benefits include higher productivity, stronger workplace morale, greater employee engagement and retention, yeah. and significant health benefits all of which measurably and directly affect an organization's bottom line. Damn. It's true. Yeah. And even for the people not taking vacation, where was it? I think it was either Norway or Sweden. They mandated a 40-hour work week, and you have to make it 40-hour work week. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't to protect the young people. It was to protect the older guys and the older girls who were like, okay, these, you know, like, when you're, when you're older, you only want to work 40 hours. It mm -hmm. seems like, right? And all these young people were like getting an edge on them by working 60, 70 hours. Because they're young, they don't have a family or whatever. Right. They can afford to do that. And so the older people felt like kind of disenfranchised and like they felt they, uh, you know, th their morale went down because they're like, oh, all these young people are just going to take my jobs because they're just working harder than me. Mm -hmm. Right? So they mm -hmm. mandated a 40-hour maximum so that everyone feels, you know, we're going to do the, Top productivity within 40 hours, and that's it. Makes sense. That, that makes it uh, fair. more fair, or at least an average sort of workforce. Yeah. Where the overachievers will have to kind of calm it down so they, they won't burn out. Yeah. Uh, and the underachievers have to pick it up because everyone's doing the same thing. Um, they're even saying, and this one's tough for me, okay? They're saying even short breaks make a difference mm. in your workforce. <laughs> I'm just thinking about how I was talking shit about boomers. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. you guys, boomers. You okay, know? you boomers. <laughs> I should have done that, man. I forgot. Yeah. Where's my dog again? Hold on. Before we continue this, Charlie. He's probably around the corner, man. Charlie, come here. Charlie. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway. It's all good. Um, yeah, they're saying that if you were to take 20 minutes yeah. to put on some running shoes, go to the gym, go for a walk, maybe at lunchtime during your lunch break, even that, getting away from a consistent mental state of work mm. will help you. It's true. I don't know if it's true. I think it's true. I mean, I would never work out in the middle of my work day. I would never work day. out. Well, so I start my day every day with a workout because that gets me jump started. Yeah. But if I were to do that in the middle of my day. I used to work with a few people that did that and they just come back like super happy, super excited, ready to. But is that because of up. routine though? Like. No. Most of the time, they just try it like three, four, five times. That's just my house living. No. What the hell is that, man? Do you hear it? Yeah. What is that? It's like talking. We need another vacation. Yo, that's scary as shit. What the hell was that? You know what that is. What is that? What is that? Stop. Oh, my God. Stop. I think I think it's like a little plush toy. That's and he probably like oh squeezed no. it. No, 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 it's okay. It's just a toy. I'm. Uh, 
Yo, I'm scared as hell right now. What? Oh that my like, god! Can, can I bring it? Yeah, yeah. Go get it. It sounds <laughs> okay, like it sounds like little kids. Oh my god, that is the scariest. So, guys, we're at a Mars house right now, and it's a relatively large house. I will admit. Char, oh my god, it was you, man. Stay. Okay. I wasn't even there. Listen to this thing. I heard this in the far off distance, echoing. <laughs> All right. Squeeze it. <laughs> so I'm just gonna pitch what it is. Uh, it's like a, this, like little, like Arabic sacrificial lamb <laughs> plush toy. <laughs> is that what it is? <laughs> Keep in mind, I heard that from coming from a, a dark room. God, no chart. That is actually, like, I've heard this at night sometimes, and it's what you horror. Think, he'll, he'll destroy it if you give him that. It's all good. You know, that's a sacrificial, well, it is a sacrificial lamb. It's true. I don't want it to be broken. No, Char. Wow, that, that, my heart was being like, man, this is scary. Um, okay, so back to, to vacations. Yeah. I mean, now we're talking about breaks. And stuff, but ultimately, I think if we were to look at it, vacations are meant to reduce burnout. Yeah, and burnout is kind of like writer's block or, or creative block. It's it's so freaking hard to pull yourself out of burnout. Yeah, because it's almost like it has to just happen by itself. Mm. Most things you could fix on your own. There's a way you do this. You have to take this. Or burnout is like a mental state that if you continue to work through burnout, it's only going to get worse. And a lot of times, you don't even know you've entered burnout. I do. You do? When I watch my videos, I'm like, oh, that was such an awful joke. Yeah, but a lot of people don't have that luxury of reliving their work, like seeing their work on video. Yeah, true, true. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, like, imagine, like, what you're doing on video that, like, you think is cringy or whatever mm -hmm. because you went through burnout. But, like, a lot of people are, like, talking to their bosses like that, talking to their coworkers like that through burnout, and they don't have a video or, like, a point of reference to see, like, wow, I'm being a real dick here. Plus, let's look at it this way. If you're in a relationship of any kind, and we're talking friendships or even love romantic relationships, mm. if you're not taking vacations, are you really strengthening that bond? Yeah. Like those take TLC. You can't just be at work and be like, oh, sorry, honey, it's been a busy month. Like, what about them? They didn't sign up to get really? you always gone at work. Yeah. They signed up to have a life full of fun with you, understanding you of work. But... You can't lose sight of those that matter um, because the things that don't, don't care about you as much as you think they do. That's it. Mm. Yeah, man, you, you just got to be real with yourself. You know, it's like, I really think it's, you know, it's not a sprint, it's a marathon. And a lot of times we're not real with ourselves and we just convince ourselves that this matters. Like we always will always in life say, oh no, I'm just in a transition. So I really got to kick ass here, you know? Yeah. Um, or I really got to work hard here because I got to show my boss that, you know, that I'm a hard worker and then, and then X, Y, Z will happen. Mm -hmm. But like, we will say that till we're 52. Like, we'll, our mind will just keep convincing ourselves that yeah. we yeah. need to work harder. And you do, you should work harder, but, but harder invest, mean longer. invest in a vacation because right. it does make you go on, make you last longer. Like, would you, working hard doesn't mean working longer because you can have an employee that works 60 hours a week yeah. or you can have an employee that works 30, but if they're working smarter, it's way more beneficial. It's true. Unless it's like a, a packing or an assembly line. Of course, it's it's not a big difference, but if you have work that needs to be done, 
why not do it smarter? And the way you can do that is by taking breaks. Yeah. If that's good for your mind, you know what I mean? So there you guys have it. Say it, say it. Go ahead. So there you guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't say it. I was about to say it. Yeah. So there you guys have it. That is why uh, vacations are essential to your mental health. Do it, man. It's yeah. going to affect you and your work in such a positive way. Trust the process. Go to the nipple of Switzerland. Or the areola. Of the Whichever. <laughs> or the valley in between. It's beautiful there. <laughs> I got to show you what a nipple looks like, Amar, after this. All right, later, guys. <laughs> Love you guys.